you cannot hold on to it so tightly. You have to let it go and trust. And we have chatted about how it's almost like when you order something at a restaurant, when you order something on the internet and you put your order in, they write it down, they walk away, and you're not worrying about it during Mm -hmm. the course of the 20 minutes it takes for your food to come. You've let it go. When you click order on your online shopping experience, you know that it's coming. You're not checking the email. You're not asking the waiter like every five minutes. You just know it's coming. And that's the practice of surrendering and letting it go and just um, handing it over. Hello and welcome to another episode of Goddess Hangs. <gasps> episode 65. Woo! 65, we, we made, made it! it! <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on 65 episodes, Goddess Hangs. <laughs> it's time to get senior discounts. Oh, yes, we've made it. Yeah, $6 <laughs> movies. You think that counts? Counts to us. Uh, I'm Sadie. <laughs> and I'm Juliet. Obviously. Obviously. We created Goddess Hangs podcast to make the world of mindset, magic, and manifestation more relatable and and fun. We should just pre-record that at this point and just pop it into every episode. Yeah. We're getting pretty good at it, though. We are. We are. (laughs) Sometimes we play around with it. Uh, We... We had a fantastic week. We're happy to be back again. I'm like, where am I going? I'm all scattered (laughs) today. I slept a long time last night. I went to bed at 8.30 p.m. And I was up working until 2 in the morning. And (laughs) I'm just like discombobulated today. I don't know. I I feel like I'm in a cocoon or something. I'm having trouble using my words. So we'll see how today goes. Okay, I think it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm just quiet the whole episode and Juliet's like, okay, I'll just keep talking. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. What's new with you, Juliet? Well, what's new with us is mm-hmm. we got to work another fabulous event yesterday yes. and this time in a corporate setting. It was interesting. I've never actually worked in a corporate office like that. I've never worked in an office. Yeah. It was a that beautiful I, office. I think I worked in like, I've sat at desks like in stores or dance studios, but yeah. I've never had like an office job career. When I, I had one job where I would go, oh, hi, boo, she's back. Do not knock that over. That's my last wine class. They're all broken except that one. Um, I had one job when I worked for... Deckers, who owns like UGG and Tiva and a few other brands. And um, sometimes I worked on their corporate campus, but in the store, there was like a retail store on the campus. Mm-hmm. So it was still a retail job, but sometimes I got to go help with projects. Oh, Boo's very comfortable. Back in her spot. She's back. The bitch is back. <laughs> we closed the door initially and they put their paws under, they like, always excuse do that. you. <laughs> We attend these these recordings. They do that when I'm in the bathroom. It's actually really good practice for when I have a toddler that wants to follow <laughs> me everywhere, I imagine, because I'm in the bathroom. And Mr. Cat's so smart. He, he, If he had thumbs, he could open the door handle. He gets what, what you do with them. <laughs> so he, he uses a little paw and he bangs on them trying to open it. And then there's a little black paw from Boo underneath it. And they're both trying to get in. And I'm like... 
they just can love I just being near go you. to the bathroom and then I'll open the door while I'm sitting on the toilet and they both <laughs> slink in and then and they immediately both want to go right back out <laughs> they just want to check out the scene <laughs> seems interesting it's very funny but in conclusion I had experiences I always thought it was like fun to go over to the corporate office and like get to like work there with everybody it's pretty amazing what goes on in those places I know. Well, my, my favorite part was this was a pretty big building, and <laughs> you were so lost. You're like, where do I? Go? I'm like, make a right. Juliet's like, make it's a, a square, Sadie. It's a square. And I'm like, every I don't, turn, I don't you know. went the wrong way. I'm like, no, no, no. The, the square, it's a right angle. That's that's always my joke that like, I, you know, I have great intuition, but not in a sense of direction type way. And so I'm like, whatever I feel like I should go a certain way. 90% of the time I should go the opposite way and that's the correct so I kind of know to just go against what I feel we had an amazing time <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun to dress up all cute with like our sparkly boots mm-hmm. and like I had like a little mini skirt situation and Sadie yeah. had her cute outfit and here we come like click clack click clack and a very like it. like there it was a very like modern like uh like black was a lot of the color in there and it was a beautiful interior but just like we were like stark contrast mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. <laughs> which was fun. But they liked us. Oh Boo's playing. And they liked our readings. So it was really it was great. Fun. It was yeah. really great felt good to to work with humans in person right mm-hmm. yeah and then we we had a meeting of our own oh my gosh boo no this pen was not even moving <laughs> it was just planted she's hey. feeling like a little huntress relax yeah she is <laughs> um and then we had a meeting of our own that was really fun and really fantastic and really mm-hmm. exciting and i think just the excitement of like working a live event and then having like a really great meeting and i just was i I zonked out last night she was done for the day she was done i meanwhile (laughs) you your adrenaline kept going my adrenaline yeah pumped me until two in the morning and i'm like you know sending out invoices yeah. and drafting this and doing that and it, it was like it's sort of like the only way I can go to sleep is if I yeah. like get it all out <laughs> um so that was fun for me and then the other funny thing was that um <laughs> I don't know if I told you this last week or the week before but sometime recently I I guess I had moved Sparkle my robotic cat right and <laughs> I was like, Victor could care less about this thing. And, he, you know, he doesn't. He's not going to notice. And he came into our bedroom um, however many nights ago. And he goes, where's the cat? <laughs> Where'd you put her? Victor's missing Sparkle. I know. Sparkle and Daddy. Oh, it kills me. It kills me. So I eventually told him, I said, oh, Sparkle's over there. And he picked her up and he gave her a little kiss. Oh. And I said, you really know the way to my heart, babe. And unfortunately, bringing home a robotic cat to just prove how desperately I need a pet mm-hmm. is not working. He's like, that's good, honey. Enjoy your robot. Well, <laughs> I was going to say point proven that if you bring something home, it's going to be like every story we see of like dad said no. And then he's the one that's most in love. No. Because... I just sort of was like, Craig, I'm adopting a cat. And he was like, what? Okay. And now he, hi, mister. Nice to see you. Can you not knock these glasses over? Thanks so much. And now he's obsessed with Boo. 
Look at this. I am surrounded. He wasn't really like, no, but he definitely wasn't a yeah when I was like, I'm adopting a cat. <laughs> I've been back on my bunny rabbit yeah. rescue kick. Oh, some of these rescue rabbits have names like Aphrodite. I was like, that is a goddess. That is a that sign. That is a goddess. Victor's like, honey, go to bed. <laughs> I felt like the other day that I was having an Aphrodite moment. I was just cleaning my desk and then I got these very clear instructions mm. to like do some certain stuff. You saw that bottle you gave me. Yes. I made a love potion in it. Oh. I felt like it was Aphrodite inspired. I haven't researched the things that she likes but i had very clear instructions in my head of like put this and this and this and this in it and i felt like it was from her but i haven't connected with her before so Ooh, another thing new with me is i i made my own spell right yeah I made tell my us own about spell. it i decided that i wanted to use an ice cube and like let it melt and then, then i also decided i wanted to crush up something what was the purpose of the spell oh um Somebody was a little unkind toward me, a little <laughs> yeah. icy, um, very unnecessarily. And so it was bugging me. It was really mm -hmm. bugging me because I could prove that what they were saying to me was not tr like I had literal receipts that it was not true and it was driving me nuts. And so I was like, OK, I need to release this. This is not helpful. And yeah. so I got this vision to get an ice cube and then go into the the pantry which by the way we have a whole thing of bay leaves i had no idea i said victor we have bay leaves he goes what could you possibly need bay leaves for i was like spells, spells. he's like no Easy don't spell. use those for <laughs> no he said fine so um i found star anise star uh, anise i don't know how to say it i, I, don't know I how say, to say it, it anise in my head but who knows if that's right and I was like, well, this is the most magical little thing. And the smell they just really magical. stood out to me. And so I thought, what are you? No, that's your own dirt. Stop she it. She likes your strings. <laughs> um, and so I decided to crush up one of the star things. Ooh. Stop. <laughs> I decided to crush up one of the star I, things. She's chewing on cords. And <laughs> um, sprinkle that on top. And then I sprinkled mm -hmm. some salt on top for purification. Mm -hmm. um, and then I said... I forgive this person for being a little icy towards me. I forgive myself for holding on to it. Mm -hmm. And when it melts, it'll all be done and over with. And did you feel like you, when it melted, how did you feel? Yeah, it was, I woke up the next day and I forgot that I had done it. And I saw like all these particles in the sink. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh yeah, that's a spell. A spell. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not holding on to that anymore. That's amazing. It released it. And I liked the, the visualization of an ice cube because it was like, oh, it, it melts in its own time like it's a lot yeah. you're allowed to take time to like release something it doesn't have to be immediate it's never gonna be immediate mm -hmm. almost never gonna be immediate hey maybe if you're really good at releasing things <laughs> so if you ever feel like somebody's being icy towards you and mm -hmm. you're like holding on to it um that's that's my special spell I love it. That's what spells should be is just intuitive and what you feel called to. I know like I have like lots of spell books, which you can find my favorite witchy books in my uh, link in my link tree. Um, if you need a reference point of like which to choose, they're nice to like kind of go in and sort of check 
what I feel mm-hmm. like to, to do, but it's always like right more or less. So it's way more fun to just be like, what do I feel called to do? What, what feels good? Well, I read the book Witchery mm-hmm. by Juliet Diaz. Mm-hmm. And I love that we have the same name spelled the same way. Yeah. It was an amazing book and it had so many of her personal spells. Mm-hmm. But the biggest takeaway that I had was she was extremely encouraging about crafting and creating your own and yeah. writing your own down and using your intuition. And and I think that was, you know, a part of witchcraft that was a little daunting to me because I was mm. like, oh, I have to memorize like 85 spells. And to know that it's purely just about the vibrations of what you're working with yeah. and like getting creative and, and inspired and being intentional and getting your energy behind it. Like, I feel like this whole world opened up and I was like, I'm going to make my own. And yeah, when I got that book, Witchery, um, and I was reading it, I like, I was like, it, it sort of felt like deja vu because I was like, this is exactly what I feel like mm. witchcraft is. And I learned from it too. I didn't know, know or feel all of it, but <laughs> it felt so aligned with just the way she speaks about it as just sort of a a way of life that Mm -hmm. is just having so much like love and care for yourself and it's just a it's just a different way to pursue personal development really you know like and I think that's like why I have so much fun with mixing the the mindset and magic because it has a a little bit more physical action behind the sort of typical Mm -hmm. personal development mindset work that you see out there that I don't know that's like really helpful to me and it's fun to be a witch (laughs) oh yeah I'm I'm sure as listeners and or viewers you've you've watched me embrace it Mm -hmm. over the past year because I didn't I didn't jump in as a witch at first, it was like the artist and the witch. And yeah. then as time went on, it was like two witches. <laughs> <laughs> it became pretty undeniable. So yeah. yeah, I read that book. I revisited um, Amanda Francis's book mm. about money. I just love, you know, I just want to learn constantly. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Yeah, I've been, I, um, Whenever I fly, I listen to audiobooks. Otherwise, I like to like read when I'm at home. But uh, I listened. I haven't finished listening to it, and some of it I sort of dozed in and out of because I was flying. But I mm-hmm. listened to Atomic Habits. Have you heard of no. that book? What's that? So it's basically about the way that habits like rule our life, right? Like we have so many habits and rituals, and the power of sort of the waterfall effect that can happen when you replace even the smallest of habits that might be I don't know maybe you call them low vibrational versus like a high Mm. vibrational habit a habit that's good for you and that um, a lot of our habits aren't about the um the act itself it's more about like the the part in our day that it's become it's like uh like a trigger for it so like um one example is like smoking cigarettes and like if every time you get in the car you smoke a cigarette well it's really hard to quit because you have this sort of association with getting in the car and smoking a cigarette it's not so much about like the addiction to the nicotine okay um and i i used to smoke and that so that made so much sense to me because i just quit one day and i can't i can't explain how or why um I honestly heard a voice in my head that said, you're not a smoker anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. And I had tried to quit 
dozens of times, dozens and dozens of times, and it never stuck. Um, and then just one day, it was just like that, like done. And so a lot of like our habits are around the the identity we have around it, like everything, everything comes back to your identity. You mm-hmm. can't manifest if you don't identify with like a person that has that. You can't get rid of a bad habit if you identify with a person as a person who like is that bad habit. Um, so it's like identifying like the things that trigger, like that make your mind go, oh, it's time for that. Mm. Um, and also shifting the identity around it. And there was a study that I thought was really interesting and I kind of need to re-listen to it because again, I fell asleep in and out, in and out of this. Um, but again, with the smoking example, when um, like asking like two different people Hey, not on this couch, thanks. Uh, boo. Um, when asking two different people who were um, quitting smoking, offering them a cigarette, and one of them said, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. And the other ones would say, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. The people that were directed to say, no thanks, I'm not a smoker, had much a, a much higher success rate of that continuing to be true you know like not going back to that Ooh, habit the identity whereas someone's saying no thanks i'm trying to quit where they're still in the process they haven't quit even saying like oh i've quit it's is not as powerful as just saying like i'm not a smoker so it was just all very interesting and really um you know a lot of times we like want to like complicate things but it all comes back to being so simple like Mm -hmm. of course if you establish good habits in your day then like manifesting is going to get easier and your spells are going to work better and because you're just getting behind it you're identifying more and more and more as a person who is healthy and happy and takes care of themselves and gets to have the things they want and the kind of life they want so Mm -hmm. it was a very good listen slash read I want to listen to it again because I want to get more out of it um and yeah, so I definitely recommend Atomic Habits. I don't remember who the author is. It's a man. <laughs> Maybe David or something. Who knows? That's not helpful. <laughs> so where were you flying to? I was flying to Milwaukee, Wisconsin uh, for my child. One of my childhood uh, best friends, Austin, was getting married to Katie. And um, I also have an aunt and uncle and cousin who live in Milwaukee. So I kind of made a long weekend out of it. Um, So I was a little salty, to be honest, that I had to go (laughs) to Milwaukee in February. But it turned out to be very nice weather for Wisconsin in winter. Like it was like Ooh, it was in like the high 20s. It was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which funnily enough, once I land there, I'm like, oh, it's nice because mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a mindset around the what it's supposed to be there or something. And I also think just like humidity and things like it just feels colder here when it's 50 degrees by the ocean versus like 30 degrees in Wisconsin. I don't know why, but um, I went on a very long, beautiful outdoor winter walk. My aunt bundled me all up in their snow gear <laughs> and we took their dog Ginger and they live um, near uh, Lake Michigan in Milwaukee. So, and it had just snowed. So it was actually like really magical. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you may, might've seen all my stories, but it was like completely fresh snow, like a lot of it. 
and it was pretty nice out and it was sunny and we and we went on this walk along the beach and there was these like frozen waves it was like they had been frozen in motion Whoa. it was so cool and um just like you know like all these like trees with like no leaves but they're completely like iced branches so everything's just like shimmering and <sighs> it was really magical like i ha- i was resistant to go on this walk i was like <laughs> i don't know um but it was inc- absolutely incredible and magical so that was really fun. I had a great time catching up with my family. And then the wedding was so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a pretty small wedding. And and so it was fun to just see um, some of my like childhood friends. And what felt really good was when they were like, oh, like, you know, like, what are you up to? What are you doing? Like, how's work? And I'd be like, yeah, you know, I've got my own business. <laughs> Instead of uh, just in the past, I'd always be like, oh, you know, oh, you know, I'm managing an American Eagle. Oh, yeah, I love it. You know, just like kind of like gritting through, like smiling, yeah. but being like trying to just stay positive, but like not having to do that, like genuinely being like, oh my God, it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything's going so well. <laughs> I can't tell you how much. And um, so that felt really, really good. And it was really fun. We drank, we danced, we stayed out half the night, but it was really, really fun with all my my best friends from my hometown. And then I flew back and then I had like one day to sort of recover because it was an exhausting weekend. I don't go out anymore. <laughs> and then and then off to work we went. And then off to work we went. And so I think today I, I, I still haven't had like a a day where I'm like back in my normal routine of just like a slow morning and a all this stuff so I think I tomorrow I'm looking forward to like I'm not going to a morning workout class I don't have an appointment oh I do have an appointment but not till 11 I and then I you know I, I don't have a lot tomorrow I'm gonna catch up on some work and do some readings and some things so I just haven't had a like fully typical Sadie day I think that's why I'm feeling a little like not tired just like a little quiet little as i was just talking for some <laughs> introspective yeah yeah i feel like i want to go in a little cocoon or something <laughs> well you want to look at your rainbow cocoon uh, yes i am in. in my cozy cocoon so yeah i had a great weekend good and everything's great and also right when you came back week one of quantum goddess started. oh yeah quantum goddess started and wow you know it's this amazing thing where when we decide we're going to create something we have an idea of what it might be like, mm-hmm. and then it always is better. Every time. Every time. Like <laughs> with the Patreon, for example, we thought maybe eight people will join and, and we'll we have to like excited. post prompts like, would anyone like to share how their mornings go? Like we yeah. just thought, and you know, it's been four, November, December, January, we're still under six months and we have like 70 members and it is a life and a world of its own Mm. and it's amazing and the same thing we're only on the day we're recording this on day three of quantum goddess of the 12-week program 
And already it's like off to the races. Oh, yeah. There they go. The group chat, (laughs) there's hundreds of messages in there. Everyone's like bouncing ideas off of each other and getting inspired by each other and supporting each other. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to watch because, yeah, every we're always pleasantly surprised every time there's like a a group chat thing we're like oh, I don't know how much are we gonna have to sort of push the conversation along and the and answer is not never. like that at all <laughs> it's more like how am I gonna keep up with this I'm mm-hmm. doing my best <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're very excited for our quantum cuties shout out so that's um very exciting I'm all caught up on the bachelor mm. um we have I think the best top three in a very long time. Wow. What a what a group of ladies. Um, I watched all of Love is Blind. I haven't watched season it yet. two. What what a ride. Um, Boo, are you gonna behave if you come back? <laughs> She's like, I can't promise that. <laughs> um, you're so pretty. I really love you. And I think that's what's new. Sadie yeah. went on a trip, I watched some reality TV. <laughs> It's been good times. Good times. Working, playing. So today we wanted to talk about uh, what to do slash why your manifestation intentions or your spells might not be working. Mm -hmm. Are you getting frustrated because you feel like you're doing everything right and it feels like nothing is happening? Has this ever happened to you? We've got an episode for you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's troubleshoot why your spell... Are you... Stop it. Why your spells or manifestations are not working in the way you would like them to. So we've made... A comprehensive list. Yes. Of we're very all organized the today. Usually we're <laughs> flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> of all the things that might be going on and solutions, ways that we have personally worked through and cleared any blockages that are going on in this area. So yeah. I think we should start with actually the last thing that you said yeah. when we brainstormed. Oh, Mr.'s now in the chair, Mr. Cat. Oh boy. Okay, so I think to preface everything before we get into the nitty gritty of like basically troubleshooting (laughs) your manifestations and your magic um, is that you need to check in with yourself and, and really listen in. Is this for your highest good? Because if you've been with us for a while, you know that every time we work a spell, every goal, every intention that we make, we always set the intention like, if this is for my highest good, this is what I want. This or something better. This or something better. And that's how you kind of hold that energy of like, Mm -hmm. I trust in what's for my highest good. And if it's not this thing, okay. I trust that something better is coming along. And sometimes that something better might take some time because hey mm-hmm. you know it's the energy is is working its way to you so i think sometimes we decide we have a desire that might be sort of like ego driven or fear driven um or like something that we think we should want uh versus like what your heart truly desires and like examples i can think of this is like um you know 
a, maybe a fear-driven desire is 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 that the intentions you're making around your finances have a lot of um, like scarcity energy around it. So you're getting hyper focused on like your your income or your finances need to like look a certain way and you're doing spell after spell on that thing um but really like uh, you, that desire is not heart-led and so therefore the energy around it is funky so you're gonna have trouble uh because you're holding on to that thing so tightly or maybe you're um manifesting a, a husband or a wife or or like a a, a long-term partner like a parent to your future children but maybe in your heart, that's like not really what's for you. That's what society tells you you should want. Things like that. So checking in with like, are these my real and true desires? And if the answer is yes, then remembering this or something better because sometimes we cannot fathom what the universe has in store for us. We are merely human with our cute little desires that we think that's what we want. Um, but the universe is so ready to surprise us. So holding the faith, this or something better. And let's say, okay, we all checked in with our desires. Maybe we shifted some things around and now they are indeed all heart-led desires. But it's still not happening, Juliet. <laughs> now what? <laughs> I want to add one little sprinkle on top of what you said. You know, I think with dating particularly, there have been so many times where I'm like, why doesn't this person call me? Why doesn't this person like me? I want it. I want him. I desire it so bad. Mm -hmm. That is the prime example in life of this or something better. And I got something so much better than anything that I wanted in those mm -hmm. moments. So mm -hmm. just having a little faith in the universe, too. Yeah. Don't get too specific, mm -hmm. especially with any sort of love magic. You don't want to box yourself into someone that you think you want right now, but turns out you boxed out the thing that was meant for you that would have been way better. So, mm -hmm. okay. Now, <laughs> now what? <laughs> so, number one, why is my manifesting or my spell not working? Mm -hmm. This could be a reason why you don't actually believe it is possible. Mm -hmm. This is really common, I think. There have been many times where I say, I'm going to have this income this year. I'm going to mm -hmm. buy this, this, this year, whatever it is. But deep, if I took a lie detector test, mm -hmm. I would fail it yeah. because I don't actually believe I can have that particular thing. It's so hard to conceive of because it's so big. Now, that doesn't mean we won't eventually get there. Because right now, if I said to you, because we sort of joke about like, oh, one day we'll have like a line of things in Target or somewhere like mm -hmm. you walk into a, a very commonly known store and there's the goddess hang section. And we, you know, I don't know if I actually believe that's going to happen this year. No, I don't. I can't like it's a fun idea, but I'm not fully in alignment with that. So what we want to do is use the ladder of believability that's a really high rung on a ladder. What are some lower rungs on the ladder that are still a little bit of a, a, a wretch, a stretch and a reach for you, but that you can get your energy behind and you mm -hmm. can believe in? So maybe instead of we're going to have an, an international line target by December 2022, maybe we have 
added more items to our online store. Maybe we're working mm -hmm. with three particular retailers or something. Or like a local boutique is carrying our yes. Oracle deck or something. I can absolutely, that's not happening right now, but I could really visualize it. I could really believe in it. I could really get my energy behind it. And I have some idea of some action steps that I could take. Mm -hmm. That will help you. And then when you get to that step, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I have my things in a few stores. What if I climb to the next rung? And so it's really about, do you truly believe that the vision that you're really, really focusing on is possible? Because if we don't believe it, it will, it will stay the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like we both want to be millionaires, multimillionaires. So I affirm mm -hmm. to myself all the time. I write it in my little gratitude notebook. I write it in my journals. Like, I'm a millionaire. I'm so grateful I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire just for being me. But my goal this year when I made my um, intentions at the new year was not to make a million dollars because I can't get behind that. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm going to keep affirming that that the big, wild, crazy thing that um, that I know is so possible for me and I do believe is possible for me, but I can't get behind making that amount of money this year. So what's something I can get behind? A six-figure year, a $100,000 a year. That's still a stretch for me. I've never made that much money before. Mm -hmm. I've made about half of that much money before in a year. Um, so it's still something pretty big and crazy and amazing to me, but I can get behind that. So mm -hmm. I could still do... Um, affirmations I can still do journaling I can still do visualizations around making that million dollars but it, when it comes to uh you know maybe working a money spell for my business or like a a, a bit opening up a creative flow in my business type spell I'm I, I'm not going to make it a million dollar intention I'm going to put in like uh, for example, I just did a spell to like initiate my next launch of Activate Your Magic, which the wait list will be open when Ooh. this episode drops. So I'll put that in the show notes. Um, but I picked, you know, an amount I can get behind in a single launch and that number is going to support the bigger number. But neither of those numbers are a million because I'm not there yet. I'm going to keep affirming and working on that belief, but I'm not there with that happening this year so look at what you've been doing spells towards look at your manifestation goals and figure out can i break this into a more um digestible piece for myself <laughs> and it's not about boxing yourself into timelines it's not about boxing yourself into making yourself smaller it's just about the you know the the ladder of believability making it it's something you can swallow. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's not about settling or lowering your dreams. Because I, we both know in our hearts what we see for goddess hangs, what we see for our businesses, our lives, our families, our finances, like our impact. We see it and we know it. Mm -hmm. And the reason we've been able to manifest so much so quickly is because we set our sights on things that we 100% can get our energy behind. And then I think when you do that, because we're 110% behind it, then we surpass it by a lot more than mm -hmm. we expected. So it's like, 
if you keep setting like these huge, you know, we're both the biggest proponents of dream your wildest motherfucking dream. Yes. But then you have to break it down. And if you set yourself up to like, quote unquote, fail over and over again, you're going to get really discouraged. If you set yourself up to succeed and it's still a stretch, it's still pushing you, it's still, you know, getting you outside of your comfort zone, but you're making it believable Mm -hmm. and then you exceed those over and over again well there's a whole different energy around your life and your intentions and the magic you're working because you're like this or something better this or something better and you'd be surprised at how often it's something better Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember when I did my live shows as a singer songwriter you would start at a coffee shop that had Mm -hmm. 15 people maybe and then you'd work your way up to the next venue that had 25 people and the mm-hmm. next and before you knew it you're climbing up and you're doing bigger venues and you're like oh my god there's 200 people here and it became easier because every time you would like push yourself a little bit more and you had this like really strong foundation you could always sort of fall back on so there's many many ways that you know we can put this into practice in our own lives but just what can you get your energy behind what can you how can you set yourself up for success while still pushing yourself? Mm-hmm. And if you had gone straight to the 200 person venue from not playing live shows, you would have freaked out probably, right? Like it's probably. like also adjusting your own mind and body and soul to mm-hmm. the concept. Cause I, if I woke up and um, all of a sudden I'm, I don't know, like this launch was a million dollar launch. I think I would kind of freak. I'd be thrilled and I would do my best, but I might not manage that million dollars mm. as well as when I'm I'm working my way there because if I don't um, believe that that was possible for me, if I'm still working on that sort of worthiness, if I'm still working on like energy around that million dollars, I just think that like we can self-sabotage a lot. So it's like, it's not about staying comfortable. You're still stretching yourself, mm-hmm. but it's like, allow yourself to grow at like at levels where it it feels good rather than absolutely fucking terrifying (laughs) i just thought of another one that we didn't write down um if your spell isn't working if your manifestation isn't working if the thing you want were to show up right now would you be prepared for it Mm -hmm. so a great thing so i love to do forward thinking like with our business and I always think like, okay, like if we need an an attorney, here's who we'll have. If we need an accountant, here's who we'll have. Um, Oh, we're going to eventually need, you know, bookkeeping. Here's what we'll do. Like, it's just so that when that large sum comes in. You're making the space for it. You're ready. Yeah. If you're calling in a partner, is your apartment a mess? Mm -hmm. If you are, like, it's just stuff like that. If you want... Um, a dog do you have any time in your schedule to like go on hikes with your dog take your dog for walks Mm -hmm. like are you prepared to take in and enjoy the thing when it shows up are you living in a way that's in alignment with somebody who has that thing already yeah yeah it's funny because some of the stuff we've been manifesting has been so outrageous that I think that's part of why I'm like feeling a little cocoony lately mm. is because I'm like my body's like processing it. for sure because I think we're both just a little like shell-shocked in uh-huh. a great way and it's just like <laughs> I'm just like 
a little overwhelmed by how I need to prepare for that to be a part of my life and what mm-hmm. that what needs to happen for that and and I think part of that is just like allowing myself to rest a lot because it's a lot of stuff coming um so yeah that's a great point of like do you have the systems in place like if I were to receive a million dollars right now do I have um you know my bookkeeping system in place do I maybe have someone who I'm ready to call to be like hey I'm ready for a financial advisor so Mm -hmm. I'm hiring you now like do I have those things at the ready do I know what those things even are that when that point comes like yeah you have to create the space but if I'm manifesting a million dollars then a great way to get aligned is to call up a financial advisor to Mm -hmm. um you know make your business uh an llc or a sole proprietorship or whatever you choose to you know do the make yourself available to receive it which is what we've been working on a lot this year is Mm -hmm. making ourselves more available to receive more abundance because every time we take a step in that preparedness direction even if it feels like we're ahead of ourselves you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. we we were collecting things just fine using JotForm. And then we took the leap and made the investment in our website and boom, like it, it's mm-hmm. just you, you, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> it's one you of those make things. the space. It's the law of vacuum. When you make space for something, energy has to fill up that space. Mm-hmm. And then that's the beauty of magic. And with manifesting with intention is like, you get to choose what fills up that space. So just, Make the space and then decide what's going to fill it up. Mm-hmm. The, next the next thing one? I wrote, your spells and manifestations may not be happening in the way you desire because you haven't truly um, surrendered or let it go. You mm. may still be holding on to it. If you wake up and every day your head whips around and you look at the vision board and it's, I want it, I want it, is it here yet? Why isn't it here yet? I want it, I'm holding on to it, I really desire it, I really want it. The universe cannot, has it has not been handed over. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't <laughs> get your pants hemmed if you're still holding on to them. You have to leave them at the tailor's. <laughs> and then they'll call you when they're ready and you pick them up. <laughs> it's the same principle. You cannot hold on to it so tightly. You have to let it go and trust. And we have chatted about how it's almost like when you order something at a restaurant, when you order something on the internet and you put your order in they write it down they walk away and you're not worrying about it during Mm -hmm. the course of the 20 minutes it takes for your food to come you've let it go when you click order on your online shopping experience you know that it's coming you're not checking the email you're not asking the waiter like every five minutes you just know it's coming and that's the practice of surrendering and letting it go and just um handing it over yeah i think if you're like well how do i surrender it is it is a tricky feeling or energy to get into because you know it's like well i decided i wanted this thing and now i have to act like i don't want it and it's not that you don't want it but surrendering is more about realizing all of the like the reasons that might be stirring around in you of like why you think it's not going to show up um 
because you know when you order something from the internet most of us <laughs> are not calling every day and being like <laughs> did you pack it up did you send it where is it we're not on the phone with the post office tracking down our package every single mm-hmm. day just to double check like so if we are taking actions like that then we have to examine why do we think it's not going to show up why do we think mm-hmm. um, that we need to check it in on it so much uh, so it can be helpful to like sort of do like a stream of consciousness journaling and maybe ask the question like why am I having trouble surrendering and let let it flow out because a lot of times we can't surrender um, because loosening our grasp on it means it's sort of releasing a certain amount of control and then it feels like it's going to get away from us we mm-hmm. the, the the fears might be there the doubts might be there um so a lot of not being able to surrender is due to the doubts and the fears and then working on so this is what i need to focus on and then you can do releasing work you can melt an ice cube like juliet you can burn some slips of paper at your own risk you can (laughs) do all sorts of things personally lately i've just been doing a lot of journaling and it feels weird to write your doubts and fears out on the paper it feels like you might be affirming them or something but it is fucking magical Mm. it you allow it to say it's it's thing and then it moves right along i'm getting a chill so it's like yeah it's so fucking powerful so write that shit out why are you having trouble surrendering why are you having trouble letting go what's the worst that's gonna happen if this doesn't happen for you what's the worst case scenario like let the shit out (laughs) (laughs) and move on you'll feel better (laughs) what completely taught me how to surrender and release was deciding when you when we declare that we want something it's I imagine there's a spiritual realm and a physical realm so when I decide I want something in the spiritual realm it is done like I've always felt in my heart like in the spiritual realm I am married I have my babies Mm. I have my house like it is done it is so done that I don't spend a second of my day worrying about Mm. any of those things it's done in the same way that I purchased these pants it's done I bought this ring I painted my nails it's done like I'm not thinking about it fixating on it because I already have it it's already done it's just about the spiritual world catching up to the physical world Mm -hmm. so instead of releasing it or like not thinking about it or pretending you don't want it because that's hard because we do want it Mm -hmm. it's It's great to want things it's fantastic to want things it's a very different energy to be like great in the spiritual realm it's done there's a lot of stuff over here behind the scenes that we declared ours and done before they ever showed up Mm -hmm. and when they showed up it was spooky (laughs) (laughs) because we walked and talked and behaved as if we uh, it was as done as as this chair is in this when, room when juliet called me to tell me that we had this thing i said yeah i know because we always said mm-hmm. oh we have it we have it and she was like no 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 sadie sadie you're not understanding seriously for real <laughs> we have it and i was like what <laughs> um you can also think of it like think of um two different people at the bar okay Two different single people at the bar. They got ready for their night out. They're ready to go find to meet somebody. A rendezvous, okay? if you will. They both have the same desire, but one of them shows up and is desperate. Mm. 
you know when you can just smell the desperation on somebody mm-hmm. whatever that looks like being desperate for attention desperate to find the person the other person also wants to meet somebody but they stroll in and they're magnetic they're confident with an air of I'll be doing you a favor if I decide to come home with you. Those two people desire the same thing, but the energy is very different. Mm -hmm. So be the bitch at the bar (laughs) who strolls in, standing tall, shoulders back, saying, I get to have my pick. She still, she, he, they still desire, you know, the camaraderie of someone for the night. But it's fun. It's playful. They're magnetic because they have no doubt about their ability to attract that person Mm -hmm. or not. And then if they don't meet the person that they want, they're just like, whatever. I, it wasn't about them not being able to get it. They're like, oh, next week and when I come out, something better will come along. Mm-hmm. So that's the vibe. I love that. <laughs> I used to do, <laughs> back in my single days, I would do this thing. And I remember reading that, like, Marilyn, not to compare myself. You know what? Yes, to compare myself to Marilyn Monroe. This is a divinely de- delusional space. Yes, it is. She would be able to walk around places because she would turn it off, quote unquote, and people wouldn't recognize her. Mm. And she was with a friend once, like a photographer, and she said, do you want me to turn into her? And he said, yeah. And he could, and and she just, like, shifted her energy and her posture, and people realized it was her, and she she was there and began gathering around and I <laughs> I remember when I would go to bars I would just walk in and scope it out and then I'd be like all right turning it on and I would just like shift the posture shift the energy and I I would say someone's gonna offer to buy me a drink in the next four minutes and it would happen <laughs> and it's not that I was the hottest girl there even though maybe in my were. heart and in your heart. But it's the energy. We're always the hottest it's girls. It's the energy you're holding yourself with. So mm-hmm. let the universe know that you're the baddest bitch in the room. Yes. <laughs> That's number two. Number two. You haven't let it go slash you haven't accepted that you're the baddest bitch in the biatch room. in the room. Everyone write that down on your <laughs> affirmation list. I am the baddest bitch in the room of the universe. All right. Number three. This ties into it. It might not be happening for you because you don't believe you're worthy of it. Mm-hmm. You might not think that somebody like you deserves something this grand and wonderful and great mm-hmm. and exciting. There might be some work that needs to be done there. There might be some self-love that needs to be activated because we'll never <laughs> really have something if we don't believe we're worthy of it. And if we do end up getting it, we won't keep it for long. It's like the stories mm-hmm. of people who win the lottery, but because they have certain beliefs about money and scarcity in themselves, that money goes really quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's why it's so important. Like, it's fine and good at all to work a spell or say, okay, I'm going to manifest this thing. But if you're also not doing the inner work, the energetic work, the like, manifestation and witchcraft is a very like well-rounded oiled machine you you can't ignore parts of it that maybe you don't want to deal with because they so greatly influence your ability to you know 
efficiently work your magic to bring your intentions into life because the the worthiness factor is huge like Juliet said like if you uh, if you do manage to attract it but you don't believe you're worthy of it you're gonna get rid of that really quick that's what a, if you have trouble with your finances and maybe you're like well I make a, a you know a good income from out there but it's always slipping through my fingers I have nothing beyond that well you probably mm-hmm. need to work on your worthiness around money um if you are really great at attracting uh romantic interests uh, you're really great at ro- attracting romantic partners but they don't seem to stick or they have the same qualities about them that you're like oh, I, I don't want that in my life uh you know why am i always attracting the the person that's like that i think we've mm-hmm. all been through that in parts of our lives <laughs> um well then you need to take a look at are you do you feel worthy of the kind of love that you really desire right so it's we can't just like work a spell and move on you know and we and and even if you're taking the action which of course is one of the most important parts but you're working the spell or setting the intention you're taking the action if you don't work on the self-worth part around it it can show up but it probably won't stick around. You'll push it away. You'll let it slip through your fingers. I think it's also very common, and we've probably done this too, to say, well, I'll be worthy of it when. Mm-hmm. When I get my body to look the way I want it to look. Mm-hmm. When um, I get the promotion. When I get the raise. When There's like, we sort of... Um, push our desires away from us and that's one way that might that like that unworthiness component might be showing up mm-hmm. as if we say like oh I really want to meet a great person but I want to fit into a size six first yeah like or the something. external validation of like what we create in our minds is what it should be or what we should be like mm-hmm. and like the only validation you ever need is your own mm-hmm. and what like what makes you feel good so if you're like oh i have to be a size six before i do that but you're really most comfortable at a size 10 and that's where you feel healthy and energized then maybe you need to do some work around loving yourself at that size because i think mm-hmm. we get wrapped up in things have to look a certain way or supposed to look a certain way but there's no one right size or way of being that's like healthy and feels good to everyone it's it's Mm -hmm. very different for all of us absolutely so that's a big thing just just going down this list and you know do i truly feel worthy of this Mm -hmm. do do i believe that i deserve something this good and if not what is the reason that i've created what's the reason and let it go <laughs> let, it, let go. it go and, and be, be yourself be yourself Meg's <laughs> been singing that to me every day be yourself be yourself <laughs> i wake up and he's like rubbing my back he's like be yourself he's half asleep he's so weird Aww. um okay the next one so you may be putting all the right quote unquote words and energy and intention into your spells, into your journaling, Mm -hmm. onto your vision board. But you may be saying words in day-to-day life um, over and over that are counteracting what you truly want. And this isn't to make you hyper-paranoid about every word that comes out of your mouth because we all say things sometimes. But 
if you're constantly making self-deprecating jokes, mm-hmm. if you're constantly saying, oh, I'm broke. Like I know people who call themselves broke and I know for a fact that they're not broke. Mm-hmm. I just know that they're not. And I'm like, why would you keep calling that in? <laughs> um, or if you say, well, if I never meet somebody, da 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 Oh, if I'm single forever, da 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 you're then casting that spell, which it's is called spelling for a reason, uh-huh, which is counteracting what you truly desire. And I believe that we do this to protect ourselves from being disappointed. Yep, it's totally a protection mechanism. But I would rather risk <clears throat> being disappointed and have a shot at getting what I want mm-hmm. than counteract it <laughs> entirely. Yeah, I had a hard time with this one because. I like joking around a lot and I when I started doing like the mindset work and stuff Mm -hmm. and I was like I'm not gonna be funny anymore if I can't I'm like I can't joke around like I had a lot of resistance to that Mm. turns out I can be not (laughs) self-deprecating and And I can still be funny (laughs) uh it's just interesting because I think there's a lot of resistance to that where it's like well, it's just a joke, but it it really is affirming to yourself again and again and again. And even when I, um, you know, I go see a lot of stand-up. I see a lot of stand-up. I live with a comedian. And some people's sets, I can, like, feel that person's energy. And I'm like, oh, it's funny, but yeah. Mm. I can feel that they're sitting in like certain ways of being because they're affirming that to themselves night after night after night after night, you know? Right. Um, and the same thing with like listening, like the music you listen to, be very mindful of like what it it's saying because subconsciously you are ingraining yourself and it's like, yeah, listen to your sad music or angry music when it's time for those emotions to come out that is Mm -hmm. super helpful and so healthy and great but be mindful of what the sort of day-to-day the most often listened to stuff is because it does and I'm so aware of it now like I have like I, I just like listening to like the top hits playlist on Spotify a lot and there's certain songs that pop up or right away I'm like, oh God, I love the tune of this one, but I can't listen to it. Like there's a song mm-hmm. right now that's popular talking about how everyone's my enemy. Oh. Everyone's my enemy. I don't know. It's a very catchy song, but I'm like, yeah, I'm I don't not affirming that. that. I'm not yeah. listening to that. Um, and I think like it came on in the car or something. And so I said that. I was like, oh, sorry, I'm going to skip this one even. And Craig was like, I like how it sounds. I was like, oh, it's saying this. And he was on board. He was like, oh, yeah, change it. (laughs) Um, But he was saying how, I can't remember who this was, but some hip hop artist. And he made a really meaningful, beautiful song about suicide. And it, it was it was talking about it I don't know if it was some story but it it was to bring awareness to it and it was part of a it ended up being part of a campaign to get the phone number out there for people to have you know if they were having thoughts or whatever but the the guy was like touring and and singing this song and he got really depressed Mm. and almost was starting to have like thoughts because he was singing about this and it was really heavy even though it was for a positive purpose to bring awareness and to make it sort of like not some taboo thing like there's something wrong with you or you're weird that like it happens to a lot of people and it's okay and speak up but he 
he like at a certain point had to be like i can't tour and Mm. and say these words over and over and over again so it's 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 really incredible how how you speak your words out loud whether it's a joke whether it's it's the music you listen to whatever it is be really mindful what you're affirming for yourself over and over again because our subconscious mind is extremely powerful and it's very fucking loyal to us and it does not get it when you're joking no (laughs) it's very it's it's a it's like your subconscious forms from zero to seven years old so that's what a seven-year-old understand your sense of humor your joke about being broke no probably not yes (laughs) they're gonna think it's the truth think about when you were a kid and my dad would tell me stuff and i just thought he he was joking but i thought that Mm -hmm. he was telling me the truth and then 12 years old i'm like oh this thing and everyone's like what i'm like dad why'd you tell me that he's like well it's a joke i didn't get it oh my gosh i have this really specific example there used to be a commercial for like I, I don't know if it was Sylvan Learning Center or just somewhere mm-hmm. for like like extra learning for kids. And the commercial was showing how this kid got out of the pool in the summertime and he, you know, shook his head to get the water out and they animated like outcomes all of like the knowledge and the math problems. And it's like, you know, this is what happens in the summer. Like you need to make sure your kid gets educated. And my sister saw that as like a five-year-old and freaked out. She's like, did you see this? (laughs) And it was such a good reminder of children and our subconscious take everything at face value. Very literally. Everything literally. They don't understand sarcasm. They don't know the humor. So anything we say, we just have to be really careful. I think it was trendy for a little while to make jokes like, oh, I look like garbage or I'm trash. And that mm-hmm. was like a funny thing for a while. Yeah, and I'm a garbage person. Yeah. I still say that sometimes. I <laughs> I don't say that anymore. I mean, maybe I used to make jokes like that, but it's like, wait, I'm not comparing myself to trash. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, since we're talking about the subconscious, your subconscious also doesn't understand negatives, like the word mm. not or something. So... We've talked about this before, but if you're affirming for yourself, I mean, obviously don't avoid the word not in everyday conversation, but for affirmations, hot tip, don't add the word not or never. Like, I never have fear or I have no fear. You're actually telling your subconscious I have fear. Fear. So just say I am brave or something like that. Or I release all fear. You can say that. Because if we say don't picture a blue elephant. Guess what you do? You're just, you're picturing a blue elephant. see it now. Um, So yeah. Learning about the subconscious mind is hugely helpful. And plug, we learn a lot about it and activate your magic, which is waitlist is open now. (laughs) Number five or six, a number. Um, You might be tapping into the thought and the idea of it, but not the feeling and the energy. I've heard people say, oh, I tried the three, six, nine thing where I, t- where I write down mm. what I want three times and then six times and then nine times and nothing happened. And I said, well, did you get in the feeling of it or were you just writing it down? And they're like, oh, I was just writing it down. That's what mm-hmm. it said to do. The, the writing of it, the speaking of it is helpful, but what moves mountains is the feeling the emotion of it the energy of it getting into the feeling like it's already yours it's already mine how exciting would it feel Mm -hmm. if it already was mine at this moment the 
because I remember like in, in middle school and I hope they've gotten rid of this, but we would have to write standards if we did something wrong. Like you'd have to oh, write. Oh, my a, schools never did that. Oh, my God. Or you'd maybe have I to just write. never did anything wrong. I don't know. I was a very scared child, so I didn't never broke any rules. <laughs> like that would be the punishment. Like, oh, well, you're going to sit in detention at lunch and write down 150 times I will not put gum on the desks mm. and I don't think it made a difference if I'm being honest because like, I'm know. affirming that I'm going to put more gum on the desk if anything right but just writing things down you have to infuse the energy the feeling and the emotion yeah that's actually another subconscious mind thing is that the language it understands most clearly is emotion. So think of it as like your subconscious mind's first language is emotion or feeling. And then, then its second language is the words you use. So it more easily communicates in its first language. Um, and if you think about what it is you desire, like let's say um, I'm manifesting a million dollars or I'm manifesting uh, my soulmate, I'm not manifesting like the thing like I'm not I'm not manifesting like the cold hard cash in my hands or like viewing the number in my bank account or having like a a physical person in my home right (laughs) like what I'm manifesting is the feeling that I receive from these things. If I have a million dollars, wow, I feel safe, I feel secure, I feel really comfortable with spending my money on like luxury items and those are gonna make me feel confident and 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 I, I feel free, I feel free to spend money on travel, I feel like I can support, It's it's I feel proud that I can um, take my family on a vacation, whatever it is. Um, I feel, you know, I want to feel in love with a person. If I manifest to my soulmate, they make they make me feel loved. They make me feel happy. They make me feel um, companionship. All of those things. So we're not like manifesting like the thing. We're manifesting feelings. So the mm-hmm. most powerful way, you know, like attracts like the law of attraction, is getting in the feeling that it's already yours because then you're going to attract more of those feelings and also you're going to have a lot of fun because you already feel all those things that you're working on bringing into your life um so as we say be divinely delusional about those things already being yours and the way those things make you feel it's not the the words that bring it into your life it's the feeling i think it's really helpful to have a friend or a a little buddy that you can um, live in your divinely delusional reality with. Mm -hmm. And I'm really lucky that that we have each other. And also um, our friend Irene, when I FaceTime with her, when we hang up, we go, you're so pretty and so rich. I go, you're so pretty and so rich. Or I'll say, you have your your own show on the Food Network. And Mm -hmm. she'll be like, oh, you have this or that thing. And we just talk, we say it to each other in this fun, playful way as if it's already done. And it's so fun feeling somebody else's energy and excitement Mm -hmm. behind it. And you know, we have a great place where you can be divinely delusional all you want. <gasps> burr, 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 burr. The BFF Patreon. <laughs> this place has it all. It reminds Divine me of- delusion? <laughs> You've got it. We're all nuts there. Just kidding. Well, we are, but in the most delightfully spiritual way. <laughs> You'll feel right at home. <laughs> Browse through many channels. But it is incredible because you can say the most, you could go, the things that get said there that, you know, if you said somewhere else and people would think you were like 
batshit, you know? Oh my gosh. Shout out to Daily who just purchased this gigantic, amazing witch hat. Did oh, you get it? I didn't get okay. to see that yet. I have to show this to you. Daily purchased this customized, beautiful, handcrafted witch hat with like things hanging from it. And she made a video and she and she's like, look at this hat. And then she goes, I'm so pretty. <laughs> and we were all like, yes, you are. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait to go watch. Oh my gosh. And it was that's like, the energy we're here that's for. That's the energy. And we have these, these out of the, I always say out of the dresser. It's outfit of the day. <laughs> oh, out of the dresser. That's it is out of the dresser. Um, these outfits and we're all like, oh, look at that hot mama. Like you are stunning. And everybody is. And it's fun to live in this reality and be in the energy of, oh my gosh, I'm so successful. I'm so gorgeous. I make such a beautiful impact on the world. Like, why wouldn't we want to feel like that all the time? Right. And why are we waiting? Why are we putting that feeling off till something shows up? And the big LOL of that is that the thing will probably not show up unless you get into the feeling first. Yeah. The other thing I think is really affirming about our community is like, if you're manifesting a stronger connection to your intuition, if you're manifesting um, a deeper connection to your spiritual side, like we have like a chat that's like psychic moments or spooky stories or deity work or spells. And like, you can go into that psychic moments chat and someone's saying, oh, um, you know, my grandmother visited me in my dream last night and said this, this, and this. And maybe if you said that to your quote-unquote real-life friends, <laughs> they would be like, what? No, that you know, like, mm -hmm. no. They would totally invalidate the experience where we're all like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. Or, you know, like, mm -hmm. you, tell me more. Tell me more. Like, when you want to share about the ways intuition is showing up in your life or the way magic is working, we're so ready. We're, we believe you because we mm -hmm. know no, it's true we're there with you we're on your energy level so i think it's incredibly affirmative for the manifestation process and the process of like opening up and trusting and, and living intuitively because you have i mean freaking 70 people now that mm -hmm. um that are like yeah we believe you yeah like me too you know same <laughs> let's do it let's watch each other shine let's celebrate one another's successes let's be there for the low moments it's such a beautiful group it is hard to believe that life went on before it i know um i'm it's just it's just a wonderful wonderful space and if you want the bff experience and to be on a live call with us once a month we have the coven tier mm -hmm. and this month we are doing a very fun intuition mm -hmm. going through the clairs mm -hmm. and just developing and deepening and opening that third eye so this is a really great month to join it's still early in the month you have you've not missed much of nope. march and when you sign up for the coven tier you can rewatch all the past, the past coven ones. meetings which are so fun and informative and wonderfully witchy yes what's the next one so i wrote out of reach i don't know what i meant by that and i think we might have talked about that mm -hmm. with the believability yeah i think so because you have to make it slightly out of reach where you're pushing yourself but and not completely out of reach. we have the thing that we started with highest good ego or heartfelt this or something better well there you go <laughs> a checklist for when you're feeling frustrated you're feeling down of course we also have to trust in divine timing like i feel like the first full year 
of working through these systems and really working on my mindset and really working on my worthiness and um, just starting my business, like nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. And every month I'd be like, I'm going to have this monthly income and, oh, I'm going to launch this and it's going to make this much money. And again and again, I was disappointed, even though they were not crazy, outrageous goals. And then all of a sudden stuff clicked and it rolled in all at once, bigger and crazier than any of those goals were. It was like all those goals combined themselves and showed up at once. So you really have <laughs> to trust the process. Um, and, I, and I think at the end of the day, it's those moments where you're like, it just seems so impossible. Like time has run out, like it's not happening. When you hold the faith at the end of the line, when you continue to believe in these processes and this magic, it'll show up for you. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is, but I feel like every time I'm getting discouraged and I'm like, I'm ready to call it quits. And then I'm like, no, Sadie. And I decide (laughs) to believe bigger. I I decided to believe more deeply in myself. And then it shows up at the, what they call it, the final hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. So have faith, check in with yourself, check in with your energy but we really believe that you get what you want is yours. It's just a matter of aligning the energy in your life um, to prepare yourself to receive it. And I think one last little thing I wanna add is our desires do lead us in really unexpected places. Mm-hmm. And if you had asked me 10 years ago, what I even maybe five or six years ago, what I wanted the most, nothing we're doing right now would have shown up on that list. Yeah. Um, But at my deepest core, like one of the big reasons I have pursued music for so long is I love connecting with people. I love um, using words. I mean, I did it in songs, but I love expressing myself. I love connecting with people and um, inspiring people. And, you know, I loved going on stage and telling stories Mm. and inspiring. Like it was just... These, these little seeds were already within. And so you just never know where your desires will lead or like what's going to happen. And I would say if you just are sort of like, I don't know, everything I'm trying isn't working, just have the faith, hold the faith that you are being guided somewhere really special and potentially somewhere that you could have never even dreamed up for yourself because Mm -hmm. it's even better. And I've had that happen in my life with my career and with the person I've ended up with in my Mm -hmm. relationship. I could have never, I would not have listed or described him in that particular way. And he's, we always say like, oh my gosh, you make the, the man of my dreams, you make the woman of my dreams seem comical. Like you're so, you blow them out of the water. And this, this career in this business what we're doing now is the same thing so keep trusting your desires keep practicing these troubleshooting methods and above all else just have faith that you're always being guided somewhere really special Mm -hmm. because that's I mean that's what we've experienced I don't think you would have seen this a few years ago no (laughs) I would have been ecstatic but I also would have been overwhelmed. Sometimes we don't know where we're going because it's better for us not to know. So I remember that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel that at this moment. I'm like, there's so much. Thank that God we- I didn't know that this uh-huh. is where we were going. <laughs> <laughs> and even a year from now, I I think we'll say the same Still, thing. Yeah, like, wow, totally. I, if we had known, <laughs> we would have not been able to leave our beds. <laughs> Take it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. 
it's I think that's the key to manifesting honestly is just being present obviously there's moments where we reflect on the past and we work through things from there there's moments Mm -hmm. where we plan for the future and we prepare but at the end of the day the present moment is the most important it's where the magic happens so staying present is also hugely important especially if you're feeling doubt or fear it's just like well i'm here right now and i'm looking around and things are pretty good and so if that thing happens great and if not I'm still here and I'm still me and it's going to be okay. (laughs) And surround yourself with people who can get their energy behind your ideas. And again, if you're having a little bit of a tricky time finding that in your present reality, that's fine and normal and come join us in the BFF Patreon. You will have 70 new best friends who will cheer you on in a way you've never experienced. And we have so many laughs and so much fun. We laugh, we cry, we manifest. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you check out our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. We have our Intuitive Magic Oracle deck. We've got our beautiful jewelry line. We've got hats. There's so many ways to embody the goddess or witch within (laughs) when it comes to hanging out with us. Um, And like I mentioned a couple times, Activate Your Magic is preparing to launch. Activate Your Magic is my ultimate manifestation program. It is all about rediscovering who you are what you really want so if you're feeling lost or unclear when we talk about manifestation and and about our wildest dreams and you're like gosh i wish i knew what my wildest dream was well have i got a program for you that's right activate (laughs) your magic is ready to get help you with clarity and ready to teach you all of the tools to manifest what you want we also have an amazing uh, few weeks we spend on money mindset magic which money is the support system for so much that we want out of life um so it's a very important part of this program the link is in the show notes if you want to join the waitlist the waitlist gets a special price so make sure you get on there my dms are open if you want to chat about it and anything else Ooh, my meditation bundle is coming soon so just be excited <laughs> be <all>. excited <laughs> get, get excited to relax <laughs> it's gonna be great they're going to be magical uh, <laughs> make sure you're following us on instagram at goddess hangs i am at i am sadie olson i'm at juliet.piper we have an incredible website goddesshangs.com check it out go leave us a review please and and screenshot it before you click submit and email it to goddesshangs at gmail.com and we will send you a custom exclusive goddess meditation with both of our voices on it it's pretty vibey not gonna lie and final thing if you're not on our mailing list yet what are you doing yeah, what the heck? you get a free money spell a very fucking effective money spell might i add mm-hmm. so get in there work <laughs> your money spell let us know how it goes and then every monday we send a once a week newsletter it's chatting about the new episode it gives you a uh weekly oracle card reading and a goddess hangs challenge which is always associated with the card and with the 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 topic we covered in this week so it's a great way to integrate what we talk about and sort of solidify it Mm -hmm. into your day-to-day life uh and i think that's it that's it thanks for listening (laughs) we love you we love you bye